Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thank You for Laughing podcast. Thank you so much for listening and laughing with us. This is where we make light of life one episode at a time. And I'm so excited for today's interview with Tierra Sova. Tierra is not only a deluxe photographer and a visual storyteller, she's also a United States Marine veteran. She's located out of Metro Detroit and has her own studio. She owns her own studio in Romeo, Michigan. She is a travel, wedding, elopement, and boudoir photographer. She's 24. Aside from photography, she loves animals and fitness. She is learning to work on herself daily, and she's always working to better her mental and physical health. Her current goal now is just to continue to grow stronger and healthier. Big dreams lie ahead. So thank you, Tiara, for being here. Welcome. Oh my gosh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. So I realized while reading this, I was like, I have been pronouncing your name wrong like since I met you. So I'm really sorry. No, <laughs> I you still said got Tiara. Tiara. <laughs> I know, yeah. honestly. I know that's why I tell people to call me T sometimes. It's easier. Oh no, it's to- it's totally easy. I just yeah, I don't know. I love it, but I love it either way. It's a beautiful name. And I was reading on your website about how like your mom almost gave birth to you in a car and she saw the word Tierra and that's why she named you that. And it's just like, such yes. a cool story. So, oh my gosh, um, it's crazy. Yeah. So, okay, well, let's jump right into it. And by the way, you guys, I've worked with Tierra before. We do a photo shoot pretty much every year around my birthday and hands down favorite photographer, no offense to oh my photographers God. I've worked with. But like You're someone so needs sweet. to marry me, like someone needs to marry me just so yes. I can like get pictures from her. Like, yes. you, like someone just pretend to marry me so I can have like pretend. Like, Literally. Hey, you know what? We got to get a stranger session set up. You be the female. We get somebody else on the stranger couple side. There we go. Have seen those? And then you can meet your person and it's a photo shoot. I'm down. I'm so down. <laughs> we got to do it. Yes. So, okay, well, let's start at the beginning. So tell us, Tiara, how did you start this whole photography thing? And, you know, it's kind of funny because actually the other day I interviewed another gal who is actively in the military and has like a side hustle business. And it's just so amazing to me when people can kind of balance and juggle it all. So like, how did you go from being in the Marines to having a photography business? Like, how did that all happen? Tell us the story. That's cool. Um, so really I was always into photography, uh, not like anything special and I ended up going into the Marine Corps and I wanted to be combat camera cause I was in the photography, but it wasn't available. I was motor T and kind of about maybe two years before I got out, I started getting really serious about it and I hired a, mentor somebody that I seen do a lot of good work somebody that I wanted to be like so I hired her to kind of show me like the ropes and that was kind of like right before COVID happened so it was a little bit tricky because it's like all the locations were shutting down in California which is where I lived I was stationed so I I I did my best with it in COVID and then when I kind of came home from the Marine Corps uh I I got lucky I think it was with COVID and 
all the weddings were pushed back. And I, I think I fell kind of right into the business just with luck at that specific moment. I mean, well, first of all, I'm, you are very talented. So it's not just luck. Thank um, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but Thank yeah, you. I mean, there's definitely, like, I definitely believe in like right place, right time, you know, a, alignment, like it was meant to be. Because I mean, if you just started right before COVID, you've only been doing this a few years like professionally, yeah, for like, sure. like, you know, I mean, that's crazy. I feel like you've just totally blown up, especially in the last one to two years. I mean, you're like constantly working. I'm I mean, sorry. I just, I just think it's amazing. Yeah. Because I mean, there's so many people that go into photography or want to go into photography or want to do like anything creative. And it's so hard to make that into a full-time income. And I know because I've done it too, not with photography, but with other things. And it can take a very, very long time. So like, okay, besides, if you want to say luck, okay. So besides luck, like, what do you think is your secret sauce? Because obviously if someone were to go online and just Google Michigan photographer, Romeo photographer, even though Romeo is a small town, I can name five to 10 photographers that I know of. So like, why do you think people choose to work with you over all these other people that they could choose? That's pretty fair. Um, so Honestly, I, I feel like there's one thing that makes me stand out. And I guess one thing that kind of got me to where I am, I feel like, obviously you've heard this so many times, but I didn't give up. I was so persistent and consistent with photography. Like, like the amount of free photo shoots I gave away when I was first starting, even though people told me that was the wrong thing to do, I believed it was right. So I kept pushing the amount of, uh, style shoots I went to the amount of like just cheap things I did. And I, 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 I did way more than I know people were doing just because I, I could, because it was a $20 session or an $80 session. Like it was so ridiculously cheap. And it was like in California even, and I was just pushing on these silly things and it kind of helped me just get good with talking to clients. And it kind of helped me get my style figured out because it was my own thing really. And I, and so consistency, I don't know, persistent and consistency really got me to where I'm at and just being happy with being able to talk to people and being comfortable for sure. Yeah. Persistent, persistence, and you're persistent and consistent, but you are, but you're, yeah, also authentic. you're also authentic though. Like you said, you know, like you're, yeah, I feel like you need to step out, like stand out. And I, I, I try to be super bubbly. Like I, I always try to show up like no problems, you know, make sure like there's no drama. I don't, I don't like when somebody starts talking bad, I try to escort everything to positivity. I'm always trying to pose people. Um, but yeah, no, I was just, I was just saying that you're very authentic. Like I just, you, I think that you not only have a great personality, but you're not afraid to show it. Like, I feel like you're the type of person and I'm like this too now, maybe not as much when I was younger, but I'm like this too, where I'm the same person. If you see me online, if you see me on the street, as a mom, as a friend, as a coworker, like I'm always myself. And I think you're the same way. I can just tell it about you. Like you have a great personality and you're not afraid to show it because there's a lot of people that are just, you know, they're afraid to, to step into their true selves and their true power. And they're afraid to be authentic. And I just, you're, you don't seem afraid to do that. 
I appreciate that. No, I know you're definitely like that too. And as soon as I meet you every single time, you're like this bubbly, cheerful person, exactly how I imagine you to be. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like you can definitely like stand up for your own brand because you are what you get and it's an awesome person. So I definitely, I think that's, yeah, no, that's, it's so true though. I, I think that's cool. I, I, I do my best, honestly, like I, everybody's got problems, you know, and everyone's got anxiety or stress or daily life problems, but I just try to not involve mine with my work, I guess, because really, again, everybody's got problems. So I just try to stay positive and like keep all positivity and no drama with my day to day, I guess. Save that for after. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's like you are tapping into the best parts of you. And I mean, you just, you just have such a fun personality. You make them feel comfortable because it's like, you're comfortable with yourself and that makes other people feel comfortable with themselves. Like I can always tell, I can always tell when like a photographer is nervous or uncomfortable. And it's like, how am I going to be comfortable in front of your camera? If you're not comfortable behind the camera, like how is that? Right. For sure. Like, like, (laughs) Yeah, when we get together, I mean, it really is like talking to a friend and I do consider you a friend now, but you know, even, yeah, but like even from the first meeting, you just really make people feel comfortable in your presence. And I think that's something very unique to you. And I think that makes them feel special and good. And then they, they tell their friends about you and they want to see you again and they want to post pictures. And, and I do think you have a unique style of, um, of like, I don't know, posing or whatever. I'm not a photographer, so I don't even know what you'd call it, but like you're kind of aesthetic, aesthetic, I guess. Yeah, is like, so it, is, it is unique. Like it doesn't yeah. look, it doesn't really look posed. You know, Honestly, it's not I like this awkward stiff. Right, yeah, you don't want, you want to just feel good. You know, you want to like look back at the photos like you were there, like you're, you were happy that day. It doesn't want to look like you went into Macy's or whatever to get your photo back in 2000. Right. Right. And a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of photographers who went out of business because they weren't kind of adjusting to the times of people like wanting more authentic, you know, unposed photos and like wanting it to be more raw and real. And, you know, there's a lot of photographers back in, yeah, like the 2000s and nineties, you know, I was born in the eighties. So, <laughs> so we oh my God, I love it. We, we grew up with like the glamour shots and the JC Penny and you know, going to actual like photography studios and all that. And now it's like, oh, you just need a camera and talent and, you know, enthusiasm and like you can get anywhere. Right. And that. Right. You don't need a ton of money equipment. <laughs> yeah. And another thing I like about you is you take like a ton of photos and maybe other people do too. And I just like don't notice, but I, I feel like for you, you're really good at taking a lot of like you know, motion kind of pictures and stuff like that. And then there's so much to choose from. And I don't know. I just, I love it. I try, honestly, I feel like, thank you. I, I, I just want to make sure like you guys have enough photos to go through. Cause I, when I do a session with a couple or a boudoir session or a one-on-one session, like, I feel like we're just having fun and we're in the moment and it's like, I kind of go through it like the session ends so quickly an hour just flies by and I'm so worried about getting all these poses and when I get down to edit like I don't I don't I I don't want to take away all the photos like I don't even know what to choose so it's like 
why am I going to choose? I just want to take the bad ones away and send you like a ton of good ones. What's the point of taking them all away? So you usually get a ton yeah. of photos. That's not, I think it's more fun that way. There's more to go through. Definitely. Yeah. So, okay. So you've been practicing photography for a long time and doing it for fun. And then you've just been doing it professionally for a few years, but your business is like totally blown up and you're like constantly doing stuff. Um, how you. many, how many, like, I guess walk me through, like, what is a, what does a week look like in your career? Is yeah. it like you have, like you, you do photo shoots on certain days and then edit on other days and then work out on other days? Or is it like you just do things when you can, where you can, or like, how, how does all that work? I definitely know it varies per photographer, like type A versus type B. Yeah, type B, I have awful um, which, you know, that's a lot of people. So for my method, I literally just do whatever's going on in the moment. So I wake up, I usually go to the gym and then I come back and I try to edit and I might be on my computer editing until midnight or I might have an evening session. A lot of the times I try to schedule like engagement sessions or whatever regular type sessions on weekdays. And then I try to cover weddings on weekends. So right now I probably have a wedding per weekend and a few sessions per week. And then I just kind of edit all day during the day. Wow. That's amazing. So, okay. So you've been, so you've been at least dabbling in it since you were, what was it like 10 when you got your first camera? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just about. (laughs) So, so what, what brings you joy about what you do like what what's your what's your why behind the fact that you're doing photography besides the fact that like you like it and it's fun and stuff like that but you know what is your kind of greater purpose behind what you do because being an entrepreneur is not easy it doesn't matter how successful your business is or not and sometimes the more successful it is the harder it is because you're keeping up with everything right so it's like obviously it's not you know all rainbows and butterflies 24 7 maybe sometimes you have you know, angry clients. I, I can't imagine people being angry at you, but you know, maybe you have a difficult client, maybe something goes wrong. So it is like a choice because I was a full-time entrepreneur for, um, for eight years, actually. Um, and it's, it's not easy. It, it is easier to be an employee. So in some cases, it depends on your boss, right? Yeah. But like, you know, it's, it's a choice. So like, what makes you like get up every day and still make that choice to be an entrepreneur? Full, you're full-time, right? This is your only job? For sure, full-time, yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, so what, yeah. When I was little, I mean, the first thing that came to my head when you said that is I just remember my parents having a Polaroid camera. Uh, I was so little, and it, there's nothing really special about that memory. I just remember them having a Polaroid camera, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like, it was way back when, I guess it was late 90s, so it was like a real Polaroid camera, and I I just was mm-hmm. always in awe of it. So I, I know that's one of my first passions. And I feel like the reason I wake up every morning and I can do this in such ease for two reasons. One, it really is my passion. I've This is something I've always loved my entire life. I just didn't realize it was something I wanted to do for a career until I got older. And I think the reason it's so easy for me to work as hard as I need to at this because I, I just, I don't want to pour my heart and soul into somebody else's business. When you work 
like nine to five jobs or every day or when I was working for the Marine Corps, when you're in it, you're not really working for them. But when you're doing all that, you're, you're pouring your entire heart and soul into somebody else's heart and soul. And you're wasting your own life, in my opinion, if you've got a passion that you could be not like a doctor, a doctor has a passion, you know, some people's passion has to go through a company. But when you have a photography business, like, and you love it so much, and it's, there's just no reason for me to go work at Best Buy or try to second shoot for people when I can pour my own heart and soul and my own passion and have something to feel proud of every day. Definitely. Yeah. Like you have to love what you do. Right. I mean, something I always say is I don't do anything I don't like. Right. You know, and I really took a chance when I decided to go back to work for someone else in March of this year. And I was like, if I don't like it, I'm just going to leave because I've, I've, you know, (laughs) I've, I've worked for myself for so long. Yeah, I do. But it was a risk, right? Like I didn't know if I was going to or not. And I never really have liked working for anybody else. So it was definitely a blessing. Definitely a total God alignment thing. Um, but I agree, like whatever it is, whether it is working for someone else or working for yourself or being a stay at home mom or whatever it may be, like do it because you love to do it. Not because you think it's the only option or because someone else says you have to do it or, you know, whatever it it is, you know? And so, yeah, you definitely like, yeah, a hundred percent. I agree. It's like, like I said, a doctor, for example, you know, you, you have to pour your entire heart and soul into going and going to college and then getting entire place for work, you know, like there's, you got to pour your heart and soul in something else. That's their passion and they love it. Like that's anyone, you just got to find what you're passionate about. I, I thank God. I like, I'm so happy. I found what I am passionate about. Definitely. Yeah. So, so you were living in California for the Marines, but did you grow up here? Yeah, I did. Um, I, Right in Romeo, I guess, um, part of KPEC as well. But I left when I was 18, but I, I came back for now. And I'm just trying to figure out things where I travel and explore more. It's a nice area, though. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like you, you got to kind of figure it out in, in my eyes. <laughs> right. So, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So how was it like? because I did the same thing. I grew up in Romeo, moved to California, came back. So I know, and we've talked, we've talked about that. Yeah. So I, I know like kind of what it's like and, um, I don't know what it was like for you and, but I want, I would love for you to talk about that, but I know for me, like when I came back, it was kind of weird. It was like all of my old friends either moved away like I did, or they moved on to other friendships. And it was kind of weird. Like kind of readjusting and restarting my business because at the time I had started my business in California too and moved it here. So like, how did you kind of adjust to all that? Like, how did you, like, did you reconnect with old friends? Did you make new friends? Like, how did you find clients? Like how was that adjustment period? Absolutely. It was, it was all new people and it was a big adjustment because you definitely think you're going to come home to the same people and the same life. And it's kind of a big like shock when you realize like people still have to live life when you leave, you know? So I, I came home and kind of got new acquaintances and new friends. And I, I'm grateful for that though, because a lot of those people I met taught me so much about photography and I'm, I don't know if I'd be as far as I am now, but like I met friends that I have 
connections within that I never would have had before. So it works out, honestly. You, you make friends and you lose friends for reasons. It just definitely is hard to adjust to it for a little bit, but I did. Yeah. So how, how did you meet those new people? Like, I know you said you learned a lot about photography. So did you go to like photography networking groups or meetups or events? Like, how did you meet those people? Yeah. When I first came home, um, I made a friend who I worked with a lot in the beginning and I actually Googled like photographers near me. I didn't know what to do. And my grandma was like, well, why don't you start applying to like photography? I didn't know how photography really worked back then. And so I started Googling like photography near me and a photographer a friend of mine came up in the area and it was really just a in individual like photographer, like how I am. It wasn't an actual workplace. And I emailed looking for a job and she ended up like messaging me for something and we ended up hanging out and became friends that way. And it was about a year and a half after that, we connected into another coffees and cameras group. And, uh, there's, there's just a lot of photographers that kind of keep going. Like you really, once you meet one person, it brings you into that whole world. So I kind of met her That's and awesome. it opened up. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It worked out well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it definitely, Thank yeah, you. it is an adjustment. And it took a little bit for me. And now it's cool because it's like I have, I I found like this Facebook moms group. And I think you talked about that before too. So like I- Yeah, I know I that like looks this, so cool. Yeah, so I found this moms group on Facebook on Facebook, that's in my area. We do like monthly mom's night outs. And then I have like my work friends now. And then I have my other friends. So I kind of have like three groups of friends. And before it was like, I felt like I had nobody. So it's just, it, it's been like an amazing journey, but I would love to meet other like Instagram influencers. And I've, and I've tried to Google it. Like I've tried to Google it. I've tried to look on Facebook and you know what? I always just find photography groups. <laughs> I just oh, there's find photographers. Yeah, there's after I'll I'll message you this girl's name. There's one girl in our area who's an entrepreneur, not photographer, and she keeps trying to put together all these events and whatnot for everyone in the local area. So I'll send you her information. See, there we go. We're, we're just meeting people through people. It's kind of how you have to do it sometimes. Because yeah, it was funny. I kept like putting in like Michigan influencers and Instagrammers and just came up with kept coming up with photographers. So I was like, well, that'd be great for you. But <laughs> yeah, you're um, like, where's my people? <laughs> I know. I'm like, maybe I need to start my own group for that. I don't know. Hey, maybe there isn't one. Go but, for it. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But um, but yeah, it was so awesome having you on here and just getting to oh, share you with my listeners. It was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So you're welcome. So is there anything else that you want to share before we close? Any other words of wisdom, pieces of advice, fun facts, anything that you want to share? Oh, you're a cat mama. We didn't talk about that. Oh my God. I have the cutest two cats. One's a flat face. He's an exotic short haired and he's, he travels with me everywhere. Definitely cool cat. If you ever want an exotic short haired cat, they're super friendly, but they also a little bit mean, like, they're kind of high maintenance. So just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> they're cool. I love, that you, I love that your cats always sneak in the photos too. Like I'll be oh looking my through my pictures and I'm like, oh, there's one. There's another one that they come in the back. Yeah. Like, you're like, like I, a tail in the corner. 
I know. Didn't you take a photo with one of them? I feel like I think you. I think I took photos of both of them. I think we. Yeah, I think, I think we so. took photos of both of them. Yeah. So, but then there were other ones where they like photo bombed, which was fine. Like I thought it was really cute. So, yeah. So I it's love funny that. I know so many people are like obsessed with them. They're just good. They're good tempered. I'm so thankful for them. Honestly, it's I, I walked him on a leash. I mean, you can't get much luckier than having a cat that travels and walks on a leash and rides in your car. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. I love it. They're <laughs> truly your babies. That's good. You're, you're a good cat mama. Thank so. you. I try. Yeah. Awesome. Well, anything else you want to share? No, really. All my words of wisdom is just if you go to college, make sure you want to go to college for something you like. And if you don't go to college, that's fine. But you just got to make sure you find something you like and stick with it and work hard at it. That's honestly the key to figuring out what you want to do in my life, in my head. Yeah. Find something you like, well, stick with it, work hard at it. Yep. That's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. It's pretty recipes for success. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right there. But thank you so much. Seriously. I appreciated coming on and you're awesome. And I always have fun talking to you. Oh, good. Well, you're awesome too. Thank you for being here. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for laughing. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.